What is up, guys? Welcome to episode 10 of Crave the Book. It is crazy that we have already recorded 10 episodes. Today, we're going to be talking about chapters 35 through 37 of Tracy Wolf's Crave series. And in our actual spoiler section of the podcast, we have a lot of fan theories. We uncovered a whole lot in these very, very few chapters. So let's go ahead and get started. What's up, guys? Welcome to episode 10. Uh, today, we're going to be covering chapters 35 through 37, getting ever, ever so much closer to Grace finally learning what the hell's going on at Catmere Academy. I thought that we were going to reach it in this episode, but... Uh, we decided to cut off chapters right before she figures everything out. So um, it's insinuated. Yeah, it's just, you know, just just kind of she's she learns more in these chapters, though, than she has uh, in any other chapters. So next episode for sure. But guys, in case you're listening for the very first time, first of all, we're on all platforms other than Apple Podcasts and Pandora. For some reason, they're not approving us, but we're everywhere else. And you can also watch on YouTube and we have fun visuals to go along with the podcast. Um, And yeah, you can also go back and watch previous episodes as well if you are finding this one for the first time. But if you are listening for the first time and maybe you haven't completed the series, there's a very specific sound that you're going to want to listen out for. Amber, do you want to tell them what that sound is? That sound, like every other week, will be the howl of the wolf. <laughs> We will play that sound whenever we have completed this week's episode of the chapters that we've covered and are about to go into spoiler territory. So if you don't want a surprise on what happens in the rest of uh, Crave, Covert or Crush or Court or any of the books following, then make sure to turn off when you hear the wolf howl. Yes. Awesome. All right, so assuming that you want non-spoiler topics, let's go ahead and get into it. Um, Last we left off, Grace didn't make it, (laughs) which was how the last chapter ended. The window shattered, there was an earthquake while she was kissing Jackson, the window shattered, she runs away, and then the chapter ends with she didn't make it. And then, surprise, she wakes up in bed. Um... She made it. I always hate that. I always, that's one thing like that. It was all a dream. Yeah. I always worry that, oh no, like I want to know what happened. I want, I want the nitty gritty, but I mean, we get to learn a little bit of what happened um, because apparently the, the glass nicked an artery. Hmm. Uh-huh. Hmm. <laughs> doesn't that, doesn't that sound like, oh, I fell down the stairs. Oh, yeah. As an excuse. That's, it's, I mean, and it really did happen. Like, that is what happened. But, you know, do you understand the precision that would have to take place for broken glass to shatter in that way and then also fly with enough impact to conveniently nick an artery and not really do damage anywhere else? Like, 
I feel like she'd have like a piece of glass stuck in her eye or I don't know. Yeah, it, it reminded me of when Bella gets back from the dance studio and you fell down a flight is, of stairs. Yeah, <laughs> she's like, and fell through a window. <laughs> like none of it really sounded realistic, but with Bella's sort of coordination, it could have quite easily happened, and that's how her mum so easily believed it. But um, yeah, I think it sounded so far fetched that we were supposed to not believe it, um, as part of the the plot was that we were supposed to feel like iffy about it yeah that's always the super normal super normal (laughs) super normal yeah grace is a super normal um the paranormal trope is weird things are happening but then like the main character is constantly being gaslit into believing it Mm -hmm. like no you just fell it's fine I had major gaslighting, like, vibes from this whole chapter. And it wasn't even just from, like, the main characters. Like, Macy was really bad. Um, and for the first time, I really did think that she was deliberately holding back things instead of actually saying to Grace, look, Uncle Finn's gone. I think we need to have a chat. She genuinely was trying to make the situation as confusing as possible. Like she was doing things that she really shouldn't have done and saying things that she really shouldn't have done when she could have just shut up and let Grace recovered and then spoken to her about it the next day. Yeah, I mean, Finn was the same way, though. Finn, uh, Uncle Finn was standing there basically like on the edge, like, I am I am sorry. And, you know, Grace, she's she's oblivious. She's like, no, you know, it's fine. You couldn't have controlled this. But he knows why everything's like going down. He's he's saying, you know, I should have given you a proper introduction. But then the nurse is like, no, it's fine. Like the nurse is the one who cuts in and, you know, really interrupts <laughs> that. So it's it's strange. The timing, the timing of his apology was perfect. In 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 the script, it is really funny because um so Grace is talking about how she's embarrassed that she bled everywhere, which is a very strange thing. But she's like, oh, clearly everybody has to tidy up after my, like, my bodily juices. Can you imagine so that, like, though? Ew. Like, your classmates, especially those who don't really care a whole lot about you having to go up and clean up your your blood. Like, that, your I guess. arterial spray. <laughs> yeah, I feel like, I mean, I'm, I'm imagining, like, like, Dexter and his, uh, in his little white room, his like forensics room where he like bashes the heads and studies the blood spray. I'm like imagining this just big spray <laughs> and all these kids are just up there having to clean it up. I mean, really, did they send the vampires to clean up the blood everywhere? Like what what would yeah. that what would that do? Are they licking it up? Are they just walking around Ew, like I didn't even think about it. Like licking uh, the oh, walls, the snozberries taste like snozberries. That's grim. <laughs> And speaking of, because um, they they ask her whether she's thirsty, and then she's like, "And I am thirsty. I realize I am thirsty, like really, really thirsty. Like can't remember the last time I needed a drink this badly thirsty. Can I have some water?" And they go, "No, have some cranapple juice." <laughs> <laughs> it's very specific too. I was so suspicious because I was like, "Wait, cranapple cr- is is red, right? Because we don't have we don't have cranapple here." Oh, yeah. I mean, it, it can be. It's like a lighter. I mean, it's, yeah, it's it's like a lighter kind of diluted cranberry juice. <laughs> but then, then she asks for another one because she enjoys it so much. And then Uncle Finn goes, 
Oh, I'm I'm sorry. Like as all he's like apologizing for the fact that she's now so so thirsty and has to only drink cranapple juice for the rest of her life. I think my first read through, I was thinking because I, I caught that as well, where she where mm-hmm. she wants water and then they give her the juice. And somewhere in my head, I was like, did she get bit and turn into yeah. a vampire? And now they're trying <laughs> yeah. to feed her blood without her knowing. Yeah, more gaslighting. Yeah. But now I realize that it was probably them just making sure she had enough blood sugar. <laughs> yeah. I mean, she lost all. I mean, but well, here's the thing, okay? She drinks the, the crayon apple and then she immediately eats, uh, eats corn chowder. And then she goes down and finds Jackson on the stairs. And that whole thing probably only lasted about 10 minutes. And then she goes back upstairs and eats a bunch of cookies. Like, they're really shoveling food in her face. <laughs> like, I was thinking about the timing of everything that happened. And I'm like, she just ate. Like, no judgment there. But usually when you're waking, I mean, you are pretty hungry when you wake up from being uh, sedated. But... First, they're like, oh, well, let's give her some soup and see how she holds it down. But Macy's, like, sneaking her cookies. <laughs> like, We also don't have corn chowder soup. It's not that great. <laughs> doesn't sound that great. Anything with a chowder doesn't sound that great. It sounds chalky. It's, you know, I would, I'm surprised that if it's Alaska, I'm surprised that it's not like a clam chowder. I feel like... In Alaska. That sounds even worse. (laughs) Clam chowder? Clam chowder is good. It's just I feel like Alaskan clams are kind of a thing. It's it's weird. They're they're more likely to have clams than they are corn in Alaska. And I (laughs) get them. Do they get it from Ohio? (laughs) Yeah. We we ship it there. No, we most of Ohio is cornfields and none of it is to eat. It all goes to cattle. It's all feed corn, which is crazy. Can you tell the difference? Yeah, you can't cook uh, corn that's meant for cows. It's too hard. You have to get it before it gets hard. So you would have had to have harvested it in like September. Um, and then they don't harvest it until November. So right around when you come al- come along uh, to Ohio, they I get to be. see corn. You get to see Whoa. corn. It might all be cut down or you might get to witness them cutting it down. It'll probably all be cut down by then, though. It's it's highlight of my trip. <laughs> seeing the corn. <laughs> have you never seen corn? Do they not have corn in the UK? We just stood in a field. What is this plant? What, what is this yellow plant? <laughs> you have so, sweet corn. <laughs> you have corn. What is this? <laughs> oh, I'll never know. This entire trip, I'm just going to be hazing you as to what I have and what I don't have. <laughs> I feel like you are. I feel like that's going to be the whole deal is you're going to walk up to very like normal objects and pretend that you don't have them. Um, <laughs> I'll brush my hair with a fork. <laughs> <laughs> oh God. Um. So on this read through, there was another little line that I didn't think anything of the first read through, and the second one, I'm like, oh, Marie said. Uh, after Finn kind of had his fumble, and Maurice cut in, and like obviously Maurice did not want grace to know what's going on like finn acted like he was gonna tell her and for some reason the school nurse is the one who's stopping her or stopping him from telling her it was just it's it's weird i wonder what control the nurse has in that situation but uh she she kind of butts in and then fear yeah she's like you'll be fitting in here in no time i'm like what does that mean 
I just thought it was a really throwaway comment until the second read through. Yeah, does she think that you Grace- know? Yeah, like it was like firstly it was like reassurance, like oh you'll you'll be fitting in no time, don't worry about it. Not actually, you will be fitting in here in no time. Yeah, does she think that Grace is gonna turn into something? I mean, okay, so vampires can turn vampires in this universe, right? Like, or a vampire yep. can make a vampire. Okay, so if she- they've got the born and then they've got the maid, right? Okay, so with that being the case. Grace was was bit, but there are ways to bite to not turn someone, right? Like, there's a difference. Is it like Twilight where you can use venom and not use venom? Is it? It's never discussed. I don't, I don't think the entire series, I don't think it's really ever discussed. And Grace doesn't seem to be that concerned about it when she does confront people about it. <laughs> well, she's also immune to magic. So maybe she would be immune to that. I mean, spoilers. Right. Guys, spoilers. Little spoilers, little spoilers. Um, Yeah, really, really strange. Uh, Just a strange comment that I'm still not sure how it fits in. I'm, I'm wondering if the nurse is going to come into play anywhere later. I mean, she is a vampire. She could be, I mean, because she's a school nurse, but she obviously knows more than a normal school nurse should. So maybe she has some place within, like, the vampire ranks that we don't know about. I think she obviously does know a bit more about Grace than Grace knows about herself because she tried to fix her. I mean, spoilers going into the next couple of chapters, but she did try to fix her and didn't do very well. And it was because Grace was immune to magic. Yeah. Um, so she, I think she knew that there was something different about her, but I don't think necessarily she knew what it was. That's something that she should have like told Finn because, yeah, hmm, weird. All right. Um. So so Grace runs out after Jackson. Jackson's really mean to her, and he says like you should just forget about it. Nothing happened last night, including the kiss. And Grace is really bummed out about it. And then he just jumps over a banister rail. But he pulls Edward Cullen move. He just poof, gone. Yeah. Because and that's not that's not a red flag to anybody thinking that they're not human. Yeah, and I there was a, there was another point in here um that kind of ties into that. Like Okay, Macy obviously knows what Jackson is, right? And mm-hmm. in the last bit, or the last episode, we talked about how Macy was kind of oblivious to the earthquakes. But yes. now Macy seems to know that Jackson's causing the earthquakes. But then she says, it seems like it would have had to have been more than that in reference to the kiss. What does that mean? <laughs> I put that in my spoiler topics because I don't I don't know why I put it in the spoiler topics, but I, I was like, I put <laughs> Grace must be one hell of a kisser to give Jackson that much of a wobbly. <laughs> like, yeah, I mean, really, like, is that what she thinks that, did she think they were doing it? Like, what did she think? It would have to well, be yeah, more than- She said hooking up. She was like, were you hooking up? And I'm like, hooking do up- I have a different, do I have a different meaning of what hooking up means? No, like, that's, that's what I thought too. What, what does hooking up mean in, in Macy's mind? <laughs> yeah. I mean, but then, well, when, when Grace says, no, we were just kissing. So I think that, I think that she did think that because then she's like, oh, well, you know, 
earthquakes, you know, it might be like rocking the bed, except you're rocking all of Alaska, <laughs> you know? <It's- laughs> yeah, maybe it's like proper rocking the, the bed frame. Yeah. And I- just accidentally crumbling the castle. Exactly. And, you know, shattering windows and cutting arteries. Um, oh, she is just that good of a kisser. It's magic. Absolute <clears throat> magic. I mean, um, every time he's had an earthquake, it's been during a very uh, highly emotional point in his life. How does Macy know that, though? I don't know, but it must be magic because everyone knows that it is. I think even Finn knows. It's just not letting on. I mean, what, that that would be really weird. Like, you're going to school and then you have an earthquake and then you're like, oh, there's Jackson again. <laughs> like, <laughs> it's just it's just weird. Like, everybody seems to know everything and yet also nothing. And nobody's speaking to each other about it because they're so worried about the factions intermingling. Yeah, this, I, and I still don't completely understand that because I feel like, I feel like with with everything that went down with Hudson, that it would almost be necessary for them to be closer rather than be so distant. I don't feel like, like disposal of one bad vampire should bring everyone together, but instead it made everybody farther apart it's it's just it's very strange dynamic i hope that we get a little bit more since we've got that like impending war coming up um i really hope that we get a little bit more but i won't say any more about that because i don't want to ruin it for anyone um however (laughs) when jackson does his little vanishing act then of course leah appears because of course she does it's like 2 30 in the morning (laughs) of course leah is walking around the hallways for some reason fully fully dressed fully dressed um she like a student is out of a bed out of bed (laughs) (laughs) yeah it's it's very you know i have to remind myself that i'm that this is not harry potter and that maybe students are allowed because i mean they are paranormal nocturnal (laughs) yeah maybe they are nocturnal and they want to go out maybe it's totally normal but um yeah. Do you reckon like Uncle Finn has his version of the Marauders map just sat in his office where he knows there already is? Just watching everybody. <laughs> it's a uh, little weird, little creepy. Um, So what struck me odd is that Leah like wanted Grace to go after Jackson at that very moment. But then... When she gets Grace back to her room, she's also, like, being really insistent about the tea. Do you (laughs) think that she was plotting at that very moment? Like, did she she see that as, like, a moment to to do some no goods? (laughs) I put in the spoiler section. I keep – I kept putting things in the spoiler section just in case, but I put (laughs) – Leah says, I see you almost died. How about about some more death tea to help you with recovery? (laughs) Just like, she she kept mentioning, oh, I should bring you some tea. I can bring you the tea now if you'd like. Like, are you sure? I can can go and I can make you some tea. I'll I'll go make you some tea now. And I'm like, stop with the tea. She does not want tea. I know. And And I was like, "Mm." even Grace is like, no, it's fine. I don't want any tea. And then she like goes and lays in bed. two in the morning. Yeah. She like turns her back. 
and like faces <laughs> away. Yeah, yeah, I was suspicious about the tea, and that's when I knew that Leah, because I I knew that Leah was not up to up to any good. Just being around two a.m. in the morning, wanting to give her tea, I was a bit suspicious. Anyway, yeah. so yeah, she was just loads full of red flags, um, and she didn't give her any information except for the fact that Jackson and her were destined to be married now that Hudson was out of the picture. Yeah, and and in my notes, I said I felt like that she said this just to work Grace up a little bit. Like, oh yeah, absolutely. Like, because she said it so nonchalant. Like, yeah, you know, he. Everybody and, thinks and Jackson, Jackson never actually really brings it up, does he? I I don't rem- remember no. it in the first book. Like him that. bringing it up as if it's a big deal, where she's like, oh yeah, it's a dumb deal. Like our parents have arranged this. Had they? I don't know. I think that it's something she makes up. <laughs> I do too. I think that she just made that up in that moment to to throw Grace off because she probably thought Grace would never be like ballsy enough to bring it up to Jackson. Yeah, maybe it's like a jealousy thing. Like she wants her in like a moment of weakness. And she's like, oh yeah, we hook up all the time. Yeah. Here's the thing, right? These are these are like 16, 17 year olds. I feel like a lot more texting would be taking place. Like the whole time that Grace is freaking out, like, where's Jackson? Where's Jackson? I got to find Jackson. Is he okay? I'm like, you've got a phone, girl. Text him. If you want to see him, don't go running down the, the, the hallway for him. Text him. Say, hey, come to my room. Hey, are you okay? Like, I, I feel like she just needs to pick up her phone and quit trying to run down the hallway. Oh no! Especially when she's like got stitches to rip or or not stitches. Yeah, to rip, as <laughs> the case may be. And like, what did you think of Macy turning Jackson away at the door? Like, despite knowing that Grace really wanted to speak to him, she like well, pretended she said it was she, Uncle Finn. She said that she invited him in. Yeah, after she said that she was asleep. That's true. <laughs> That's true. Yeah. What guy? Would guy would be like? Yes, I need to see her. Maybe she was suspicious of him. Maybe she was, Hmm. maybe she didn't quite know what had actually happened. Well, she did say that that was the only thing that she knew was that she was definitely hit with a piece of glass in her artery. That was the only thing she knew for sure. She was like, I don't, I don't know the rest. Everything else was kind of up in the air. Right. I wasn't there. So, yeah, I mean, he has kind of given her a reason to be suspicious I mean, at this point, Jackson has been at many cases of, like, damage to property. <laughs> yeah. Well, so, I like, maybe he's like, mm, are you just a bit of a vandaler? Like, you're just breaking glasses and stuff. Like, I probably shouldn't let you near her, just in case. You don't have a handle on yourself? Yeah, especially since at this point she knows, like she knows that they that mm-hmm. they kissed. She knows that she that they kissed, and then this terrible thing happened. So yeah, she might have just been trying to protect Grace, or Jackson was just kind of being an ass when he came to the door, like he was in the hallway, <laughs> and she might have just been like, "Yeah, she's asleep," or like every room that you've been in so far, you've destroyed with your earthquake. This is my bedroom. Yeah, so piss off. <laughs> um <laughs> make sure that my beaded curtain is protected at all costs yes <laughs> um one little 
thing that made me laugh was um, <laughs> Leah tells uh, Grace that everything here is designed to kill you in 10 seconds or less. And Grace said, I thought that was Australia. And then uh, Leah said, anywhere that begins and ends with A. And I was just like, Alabama! <laughs> is that true? Is that is that true in case of Alabama? I don't know much about Alabama. Um, Mark's family's from Alabama, and his uncle, like, lives on a mountain and shoots guns and makes beef jerky. And if you... I mean, I I wouldn't want to get lost in. It sounds like a docu series. <laughs> yeah, I wouldn't want to. I wouldn't want to get lost in the woods of Alabama because some rednecks would definitely uh, skin me and wear me as a coat. Um, so yeah, that is a reference. That's a reference. I know. <laughs> Alabama to me, like just the word, sounds made up. Alabama. It's, like like it sounds like they came across this like I don't I don't know anything about the terrain of Alabama except for the fact that you've just told me that there's woods and there's mountains. So I'm just okay. They've they've arrived at what would be Alabama and they go, "What should we call it?" And you're like, "Alabama." Alabama. <laughs> <laughs> They're just like making up sounds and then went, "Sure. Let's write that down." Uh, how would you spell that? Uh, Alabama. <laughs> Alabama. Let us know, guys, our, our uh, listeners, if you live in Alabama, do you agree with our description? I know that everybody who lives in Ohio knows that it's either corn or really gross city. I, I think that that's, that's a pretty even mix, corn or <laughs> my gross city. <laughs> and my husband seems to think that Ohio came from just people who just go and walking at each other. Oh, hi, y'all. <laughs> oh, <laughs> just, hi, y'all. It, and that's just how the name just developed and evolved into Ohio. Yeah, I don't think that we we don't get briefed on where the names of any of our uh, our states come from. I don't think that that's anything. That's that sad. I, I mean, every every place in England has it's called etymology, where like the the the, the evolution of the word. And they've they've every time you go onto like Wikipedia for the town, it like says where the name came from. I'm an idiot. You said. I thought- I'm like, isn't that the study of bugs? Oh, wait, no, that's yes, entomology. That, that, too. <laughs> <laughs> that, that too. On that note, do you want to get into spoilers? Ooh. Ooh. <laughs> All right. We've got quite a few spoiler topics here. I had I had a few. And then, Amber, you seem to have added a lot more. So, um, arterial bleed. Hmm. How you feeling about that? It's uh, it's uh, it's, a bit, it's a bit uncanny for the fact that that is exactly how her parents died. <coughs> Leah. <laughs> yeah, very, very, very suspicious. Um, I but- mean, both of them, both of them, at the same time, had exactly the same injury. Yeah, and which both died before the ambulance got there. You know, we learn we learn that Leah killed her parents, but we don't learn how. And I always thought like that it was that she caused a car crash, but did she like bite bite them? How did this girl? How did this? I mean, she's a vampire, but these these vampire kids, like other than Jackson, they don't seem like they're that powerful. What did she do to stop a moving car and cut Grace's parents' arteries? Like what? 
I'm very and, and it not be suspicious to local law enforcement because car accidents wouldn't have the same injuries on both people within the car and how was she to make sure that grace also wasn't in the car like she had to have staked them out yeah i mean which is even creepier yeah i mean she's she she is pretty psycho like we don't get a lot of the psycho until the end but when she's actually like with the book and everything and the in the tunnels like she's she is a straight up psycho um and it wasn't it wasn't even if like the um you know those like tropes where they work out that they were the person that killed their their crushes or some like main character's parents that they they realize like oh it was me i was the one that killed that person i didn't even know who they were or i didn't know the circumstances relating to who who she was in comparison to them kind of thing it was straight up she murdered them so that she turned up at Katmir. And then still carried on to have like normal conversations with her and not let anything slip or like seep through her face. Like she has to be a special sign of psychopath to not show any inkling of what she's done. Like there's no remorse or anything. I mean, it that that Hudson D must be good though. <laughs> I mean, it is. I know from experience. Um, <laughs> like that's. I mean, she's just. She's. She's got to get him back. She's. She is yeah. just. She needs it. She is willing to. But she's do not it. even. She's not even going through like the trauma of it as well. Like if she was that desperate to like see him again, and she did awful, awful things so that it would happen. But she had to do them regardless of how she felt about it. She would still feel guilt. She would still, like, it doesn't matter that she had to do anything to get him back. She would still feel the remorse of killing them. But she doesn't. No, she had so, to be psycho before they got together. Exactly. Um, and, yeah. And it, it, and it only happened, like, a month ago. So she's not even had, like, a chance to get over it if she has. So it's still fresh in her mind. And she's still not crazy. Like, crazy, crazy. How did she get away from the school like that? I mean, I know they move fast, but if that were the case, that vampires could be leaving the school like every night and getting back. I want to know how she knew about Grace because nobody else knew about Grace. So she had to find out about Grace, find out that who she was in comparison to Jackson, find out what that meant for getting Hudson back. And then also find out where she was living and find out exactly how the best way to get her to Katmir was. How did she know that by killing her parents, Grace had no other option than to go to Katmir? Because she could have quite easily just gone, I'm going to go and live with my aunt in Savannah, Georgia. The only explanation could have been that she had some ties to the blood letter. But even then, I don't know. I'm trying to make it make sense in my mind. I like. I hope that we get it in court because there, there is that like. Just like I don't, I don't want Tracy to have just written it in and then not. I mean, I don't need all book endings and finales to have all of like the loose ends tied. But I feel like that's a major plot point to not discuss. Yeah, and I mean, we definitely see the book evolve. Like in two and especially three mm -hmm. i think that the first book tracy didn't know 
how big it was going to be. It was just like, oh, this is a fun little vampire story. And then because because uh, during the interview where she answered some of our questions, um, that uh, German interview that she did, she had mentioned that um, Entangled Teen approached her about writing a vampire story. So she was approached about writing it. And, you know, if you get approached about writing something, I mean, you might have ideas, but I can't imagine being told, like, like given a project like that. Yeah, like a brief. Right. But as opposed to coming up with an idea all by myself and just going with it, like she was given a topic and asked if she wanted to write about it. So, I mean, I'm sure that it got bigger than what she wanted. And she's written so many books that it was probably one of those things where she wasn't super attached to that first book. But then once she started getting into the characters and realizing how loved they were, I'm sure things started really evolving from there. And that's why there's so much more baking within the second and third book. The third book being like, I got like Harry Potter vibes. I mean, it was, there was so much, there was so much complexity. So I don't really expect her to tie up all the loose ends from the first book. I think that a lot of the things just are because they are. And unfortunately, we'll just have to accept them if we want to actually enjoy the remainder of the series because I have a feeling that not everything will end up getting tied up. Yeah. And I mean, it's going to, it's going to be like Harry Potter anywhere where people have their own fan theories about, about certain things. Like they, they come up with, um, like if you if you think about it, this happened like this, and then this happened like this because of this. And then everybody loses their minds in the comments. And it's a complete, it's a world that's completely finished. Like she's put stop on. She's still, talking about the fandom in like fantastic beasts and things like that but there are still fan theories that are like coming out of the woodwork where people have watched the films and read the books so much that they read between the lines and i obviously think that that's also going to happen because there's there's only so many things you can get out in four books um and despite having the novellas coming out there's still only four books right yeah i mean I like that though. I like the fan theories. I like, I like when the audience is sometimes even more creative than the author at some points. And I can only hope as a writer, like, with I've got a book coming out January fourteenth. Um, I can only hope that my audience will try to piece together things, and I would love as an author to be able to find like a Reddit someday where people think of something that I didn't even think of. And then I'm like, wow, that's a great idea. And then I could write it into the story. Like I, I feel like <laughs> if the, if the books were written farther apart and Tracy had more time to really digest what the audience was saying, she could have had plenty of source material just coming out of fan theories. It's just, she wrote these books very, very fast in order to, get them out which you know no problem for me there because i love being able to just see those release <laughs> dates only a couple months apart that is yeah and in fact we want caught a little bit faster don't we <laughs> yes absolutely it should have been oh it would have been out this month and it had God to get damn it damn it because of the the paper shortage um but anyway got a little off track there. <laughs> we've only done we've only done one point on our spoilers <laughs> Um, let's see. 
Macy fixing the bed sheets. That that I was that was like my big red flag like about Macy cuz I I, I kind of had it in my head that Macy was maybe she was normal. You know, maybe she maybe there was nothing wrong with her. It was just a couple other students. And this like really was the thing that made me realize there's something up with Macy. See, I feel like that would have been a good segue into Macy explaining a little bit about herself and a little bit about the world without going crazy. But instead, she really upped the gaslighting. And that's why I think I distrusted her a lot in this scene. Um, because Grace noticed it and there was no way to explain it away. And Macy could have just gone magic. And then Grace would have went, ah, shut up. And it would have been over. But instead, she's like, oh, no, I, I did it when you weren't looking. Um, you, you you were like, you, you closed your eyes for like half a second over there. And Grace knows for like a f- full well, like she didn't. And it, yeah, it just, it made me uncomfortable that that Macy couldn't even have a joke with her, knowing that that was the easiest explanation and also the funniest and the most like just if throw away one like just oh yeah i did it magic i did it with magic and grace would have gone like our like piss off right whatever stop taking the piss yeah um but she didn't and then it just made me really uncomfortable because it could have been a really easy way of grace having that conversation with her but i mean grace is on high alert right now so maybe that would have been the thing that really tipped her off though at the same time i agree though i th- i think that grace would have just dismissed it cuz i was like have. oh i'm a wizard i'm a wizard at changing bed sheets or i'm a wizard at making a bed like that would have been really funny yeah really really funny and even then like that that would have given her an out for the truth and it would have given her an out for the conversation so that Grace didn't push any further. It gave an open end to both of them instead of just like lying. Because if she had kind of said like, I'm a wizard at making beds, like look, and she could have shown her something that wasn't necessarily magic magic, but it would have been fun and it would have diffused the situation, but it it, it didn't. And it made her more, more concerned, more suspicious. Yeah. Yeah. And, and, I feel like Macy's gone from kind of avoiding the truth to just straight lying in this chapter. Yeah. Yeah. Like, she's not just dancing around the truth. She is absolutely lying in this chapter, trying to hold on. Because, I mean, it's got to feel almost like, you know, she's starting to lose a grip because Grace is finding out more and more and more. And it's her job to make sure that Grace doesn't find everything out. And maybe she's only doing it for her dad. You know, maybe her dad told her to. So she might just be trying her hardest to keep a grip on things even though she can feel the threads being pulled from her hands um and yet with like um free will and everything she could have just gone do you know what this is this is conversation that we need to have in the morning and she could have just gone and put grace to sleep Mm -hmm. so could uncle finn so could have marissa like i just (sighs) they woke her up to check on her well-being and her welfare and to have a conversation with her and then did, didn't tell her any of the details and just make, gave her more questions. Like, if you woke up on a hospital bed, you would be exactly like Grace. You would be like, no, I didn't. I did not do that. That wasn't how it happened. That can't, that can't be the explanation for why I'm here. 
why am I in a bedroom and not in a hospital wing? If I nicked my artery, why is only the school nurse dealing with me? Why am I not like being like in surgery? And she, she, I feel like the only reason that she's not asking these questions is because she's been drugged. Yeah. I mean, Grace, Grace isn't very strong willed in Crave. Like she starts to get it back and crush and then she's like, you know, she's very independent and covet. Well, it's Hudson. It's Hudson that does it to her. She's way too sheepish and crave, um, which, you know, she's gone through some trauma. Her parents have died. It makes sense. Uh, but I, yeah, I feel like they're, she just lets way too much slide. Um, and I mean, it it's really like the is. the beginning of a horror film. It's yeah. the beginning of a horror film. Like you wake up in the middle of the night, 2 a.m., which is a very t- strange time to wake up. Like surely they would have just gone, okay, we'll let her sleep until the morning. But no, they, they make her wake up at 2 a.m., and then they won't tell her anything. And it's like, why, why did you bother waking her up? Except for your own um, reassurance that she's okay. Yeah. And, you know, the whole thing went down at five. That's when they went out. She said five in the afternoon is when they went to Jackson's Tower, which means, you know, we'll say that it took, you know, 30. Hour? Yeah, 30. To what- to an hour, 30 minutes to an hour. So we'll say like 6 p.m. the incident happens. That's an astronomical amount of time in between. To just be missing, yeah. Like, I, I... And then Jackson's not even there when she wakes up and won't talk to her either when she does chase him down. And it's like, okay, so the one person that was there with you doesn't want to talk to you. Like, I would be screaming by now. I'd be like, okay, where are the cameras? Who's filming me? This is creepy. I don't like it. I want out. Yeah. Um, for, who, for all she knows, she could have been, like, date raped. <laughs> right. Yeah. I And I, if I were her, I would have been suspicious of Jackson. Like, she's all like, oh, is he okay? But, I mean, he was not acting yeah. right. He's telling her to run away. No. Um, he was telling her to run away, and her nurse told her to not look at the bandages or beneath the bandages at any cost. Um, even so much so that you couldn't have a shower without having some plastic thing over the top of it. Like, uh, yeah. And Grace calling her like on the it. stitches too. Yeah. Like, I don't, I don't like it. It's like the people that you're supposed to trust, you know, the nurse, the headmaster, your uncle, uh, cousin, people that you should trust are the ones who are lying to you the very most. At least Jackson isn't doing that much lying. I mean, he really isn't. He I, And I feel like he, part of the reason why he's trying to stay away from her is, for one, he knows that the mating bond is established. Um, Especially now they've kissed. And I think that's why he was like, you do realize what we did last night was, was kiss. But then I think that when I was reading it first, the way, the way, all the way through first, I was thinking, oh, he bit her and now he knows exactly what he's done and he's, he's screwed up. Same. But, yeah. but then I was like, was it just the kiss? Was the kiss that important that now she has a target on the, her, her back? Like, I don't understand it. She had a target on her back before. Is it, is it his mum and his dad? Do you think that he was referring to? It might be. I mean, he is. I would say that the that the mate of anybody who is like a prince, I mean, that's automatically, especially if you're a human, that's automatically probably going to be a, an issue. That's why. Um, yeah. Do you think that like they're like the warlocks? So when warlocks choose to have a human mate or witches, I suppose, 
when they choose to have a human mate, they have to like rescind their powers. What do you think the equivalent is for the other factions? Yeah, because it's not like you can... No, I think that with Grace's parents, I think he chose to. I think that Grace's dad, I thought he chose to... No, Finn Finn said, like, when you when you choose a human mate, you have to give up your powers. Uh, as, as far as I remember. Hmm. Yeah, that could well that could that could be the explanation there is that Jackson doesn't want anyone to know. I mean, but at this point there everyone knows. He was all like pop tarty, I'm not hungry for pop tarts in in the cafeteria that morning. And then all of a sudden, because it was it was that morning. <laughs> Again, still the same day. <laughs> yeah, we're like th- four episodes into this day. Yeah, um, and he's acting really strange already after one day. And then he's like, "Oh yeah, I've put a target on your back now." He's like, "What?" <laughs> and the, the <laughs> did you not think that people thought that you uh, you were into me when you were eating pop tarts? Yeah, and the whole school has to know because if the earthquakes are, if they come from getting an emotional response out of Jackson, this will be the second time that that's happened in like this day because it happened mm-hmm. in the art room, which happened on this same day, and then yep. it happened again up in his tower. Um, which by the way, I, I had to make a note of this. Where are Jackson's earthquake powers in the other books? Like during during the battle, the big battle uh at the uh unkillable beasts island. Where where are Jackson's earthquake powers in all of these times when uh, the Luders tournament? Like there are so many times when earthquake powers would be hella convenient. Does he just need to be making out to to use them? Like no, because he he's used them when he's mad. Yeah, I mean, there's also the the point where he has to have emotions to be able to have those reactions, and then I mean, half of the books he doesn't have a soul. Mm. Does that mean that he can't access those heightened emotions? That could be it, because I mean, he doesn't, he has very small glimpses of emotion, and then they disappear really, really quick in the next few books. Um, does he do it at all? But then he surely, because he also knows in Crush, like Hudson is literally talking to her, and he's very angry about it, and very jealous about it, and he still doesn't show any, any earthquakes. That would have been a hella hella useful trick to have is to create earthquakes but he just doesn't maybe he maybe it's he doesn't he just blimps maybe he doesn't want to lose control in that way like he doesn't want to look weak yeah. and especially and let the whole school know that he's losing control because maybe he but doesn't, that doesn't look weak right well i mean he doesn't want to look like he's slipping like his brother cuz his brother you know the the whole thing with his brother is that Everybody thought that he was evil. So maybe he doesn't want to people to think that he is the same as his brother. Maybe. 
I think <laughs> I think this is the most we've ever fan theory. <laughs> right. We're we're dissecting a lot. Um yeah, we we we're jonesing for court. Yes. Well, and we get a guide to Catmere Academy this month. I believe that comes out on the 9th. I think. Okay. We got a, a week. I believe. Yeah. I think it comes out on the 9th. I can't remember offhand. Um but I mean maybe we'll get I'm excited. That's only going to be ebook, but I think that when we get the guide to Catmere Academy, we should maybe do like either a bonus episode or do an episode just kind of dissecting that. Might be fun. Yeah, sure. Do like maybe I mean, when you're here. Yeah. That could be like a bonus Eat, episode. Eating corn chowder. <laughs> yes, we'll eat clam chowder and pop tarts and uh what was the other thing? Waffles. Waffles, Ben and Jerry's, tacos. Uh, you've got to have Ch- Cherry Garcia and all the other foods that are mentioned. A lot of cookies, apparently. Cookies. Yes. All right. Let's uh, go ahead and get into our fan questions and fan polls. If I can get my darn uh, thing to pull up. Did you see, did you happen to see everybody's costumes for Halloween? All of the different costumes? I cosplays? didn't. I mean, I did it, I did in the like young adult um, fiction group and the Wolfpack ah, Facebook yes. group, but I, I hadn't seen any on the Instagram because I died all weekend. Oh, that's right. You weren't feeling well. Yeah. No, I was not hot at all. <laughs> I woke up on saturday did about three hours of work my husband came in and he was like what's the matter and i burst into tears i was like my head my head and he was like just go to bed and i'm like i can't i'm too important for the existence of the universe (laughs) (laughs) not not to be mean but you're never that important (laughs) no i i noticed when i took an entire week off and nothing happened All right. So we've got fan poll and fan question this week. Did you did you see what they were? <laughs> I, I didn't. I don't know what they were. Oh, good. Well, that's perfect. That makes it a mystery. Okay. So this Ooh. week, um, it's normally Amber who comes up with these, but I was I was motivated this morning. So I asked, when you first read Crave, did you think that Jackson was the one causing the earthquakes? Because Amber and I talked about it in last week's episode. And we, we had the incident with the branch breaking and the wind, and then we had the incident with the the window exploding. And I I thought, and I know Amber also thought that there was something else like attacking the school or like there was some other force. I didn't think that it was Jackson doing it. Well, I thought it was Grace. Oh, you like thought- I thought because every time. It happened. It was during one of her most heightened emotions. That makes like sense. Like she was scared. She was having a great time playing with snowballs. She was in the tunnels and was terrified and feeling very vulnerable. And she was having the time of her life macking out with Mr. Vulnerable. And that would make sense because she is an earth elemental. Mm-hmm. It would make, it would make the most sense for her to be causing them. But yeah. So like genuinely, I th- I thought that it was her, but then during the kissing scene and he looked angry. That's when I was like, oh, maybe it's an external thing. Yeah, 
it was it was only then that I was like, oh, it must be something else because he wouldn't be angry at her showing powers because he'd be like, oh my goodness, we're so twinsies. <laughs> <laughs> well, what do you think the audience thought? This was a this was a hard one. Uh, was it Uncle Phil? Was it Uncle Phil? It's Uncle Phil. Every time, you know what? Every time that we can't answer something. It was Uncle Phil. It was Uncle Phil. <laughs> so uh, when you first read Crave, did you think Jackson was the one causing the earthquakes? 48% said yes. They did think that Jackson was the one causing them. But mm -hmm. 52% said no, that they didn't think that it was him. Ooh, did you put a question card so we could find out who they thought that it was? No, I did that on the second. <sighs> I know. Okay. I should I should have asked that. Um. And then for send our- it, Send it to us in a message. We want, we want to know. We want to know. Who did you think it was? Message us at Crave Series Aesthetic and let us know. Um, okay. So our actual fan question was, would you have pulled off your neck bandage to peek underneath? Oh, yeah. Oh, hell yeah. <laughs> Absolutely. Like the minute that she, um, the nurse said that she didn't use stitches, I would have been like, no, I'm suspicious. Uh, where's the mirror? Yeah. You're acting super sketchy. I'm looking. Because it's not even that. Like Grace is, she's like, is it not like Grey's Anatomy? She knows enough about like Grey's Anatomy and, um, and like biology to know that an arterial bleed is not something that you can just fix with a Hello Kitty plaster. Yeah. Yeah. Well, it, it seems like we've got really passionate answers. Um, <laughs> most, okay. most people said yes, definitely yes. A thousand percent yes, absolutely. I'm nosy, so I would have taken it off without thinking. Yes, yes, <laughs> yes, yes, definitely yes. But the two no's, we got one person said, I think no. And then the other person who said no, really good, really good uh, reasoning here, said no, and it drives me crazy when characters do things like that. Leave your wounds and IVs alone, which, you know, <laughs> yes. At, at the same time, I get you. I get you. Yeah. Um, I don't know. I mean, if, if, it, if it was like a cast... Like maybe I would like leave. if I broke my leg or something I would leave a cast. But if it's like a simple plaster, I I can't imagine that it would be so bad that if I took it off that I wouldn't be able to either replace the bandage or find another one. Um, but the fact that she was like the fact that the nurse was being so sketchy about it would be the reason why I would look under it if it was a look. The stitches is still healing. Please don't take it off. This is when you can take it off. Like everything she said about it was not how I would experience a wound to heal. So therefore I would have been immediately suspicious as to what was underneath it. And the fact that everybody was like, yeah, you got nicked in the neck by a bit of glass. That would have made me also suspicious. So not only like the wound itself, how it happened, who like cared for me and also how it was healing have you ever had a wound like that that you've had to dress and take care of uh my dogs <laughs> no i mean on your body <laughs> um no not on myself i have broken my arm and had a cast and it i uh it 
I told the nurses that it fell off because the swelling went down when actually in reality I had a massive itch and I needed to get it off. <laughs> she, she incredible hulked so, it off. Yeah, so I pulled it off. Um, but yeah, so I, I, I've not done anything like wound related, but I have done like stupid things like take a cast off. Please guys, don't take your cast off because you have to go back to the hospital and have it recast. It's awful. Um, the itch will still be there <laughs> next week when you have to have your cast again. So, yeah. Make yourself and get, I think that- get a little pipe cleaner and shove it in there. <laughs> I think what I wanted was to change the color of the cast. <laughs> <laughs> like, while I'm here, first. can we change this? Yeah, I had green first and then I went back to have it recast because I'd obviously taken my other one off and I couldn't put it back on. I tried so hard to put it back on again. <laughs> And then they were like, what What color would you like? And I was like, I'd like purple this time. <laughs> <laughs> um, I've never hurt myself badly. I've broken toes. And you I've... walked into a tree last week. Well, yeah, I poked, a, I poked a hole in my eye. Um, but that that sounds really bad and it hurt really bad. But in terms of like, there was no gore or anything. It's not like I had a, a stick shooting out of my eye or anything. Um, <laughs> that was actually some of the worst pain I've ever been in. I've torn my, uh, my trap, which is the muscle that connects your shoulders and your neck. It's like a, uh, your trapezius. It is in, in a kind of triangle shape. The I, super, super sexy muscles in men. Yes. I tore that. Um, and that was very painful, but the only wound that I've ever had that I've needed to dress was my C-section. Um, and that was very much the same. Don't touch it. Keep it covered. Uh, and, but that was not stitches. That was staples. And boy, oh, boy, oh boy, <laughs> do staples hurt coming out. But yeah, I, I don't know. I don't know if I would have, I, I think I would have been nervous to look under it. And I think that I would have only taken it off if I thought that I could put it back either in a way that looks like it came off accidentally or if I could replace it where I, it didn't look like I'd taken it off at all. Which if it's freshly put on there, it's probably easier to make it look like, you know. You take, you take it off and then you wake up in the morning and it's just on the side of your pillow and you're like, oh no, it came off while I was asleep. <laughs> There's blood all over your pillow. Mm-hmm. yeah well um do we have anything else to add there were no songs in this in these chapters i noticed i've been trying to get all of the songs in order from the book series every single song mentioned i want them all in order and yeah there were no songs this episode there so. were no songs and the only food that was mentioned was something that i actually i'm kind of dreading being added to the list corn chowder <laughs> you like why like is it just sweet corn soup it's yeah it's like um it depends on how you make it you can do a southwest corn chowder and that's a little spicier um or you can do it uh, do you have cream corn no you don't have cream corn okay we 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 we, um we have sweet corn in very limited (laughs) things then then they're not a commodity and they're also not a a, a surplus item. <laughs> do you have Do you have cornbread? Uh, no, you don't have cornbread. Oh my god, we're gonna have. No, corn. we don't. Do you have Do you, you Do you have chili? Like, like chili con carne chili? 
Like like chili with just beans and meat and mm, no, we have chili con carne, which nobody really eats. You're gonna have to have chili and cornbread while you're in Ohio. That's an Ohio okay. staple. So and skyline chili. Ooh, that's a different kind of chili. Chili that goes on a chili dog and chili spaghetti is way different than chili that you just eat. <laughs> just making this up. I know chili that goes on a chili dog is like a meat sauce. And then chili that you eat. Nobody is... wants meat sauce. <laughs> you're going to eat it. You're going to eat it and you're going to like it. You probably won't. I don't okay. like it. Okay. All right. We were, we were talking about Halloween uh, candy and um, I've got to try I've got to try some Whoppers apparently. <laughs> they're just malted milk balls. There's nothing special about them. They just have a fun name because bur- cheeseburger from Burger King is also called a Whopper. Oh, yeah, we know we have big Whoppers. Yeah, so we've got Whoppers and then we have the candy Whopper. The, the way you say Whopper makes me makes my heart hurt. Whopper. Whop. Whop. It's like you say the H before the W. Whopper. 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 Right. On that note. <laughs> guys, thanks so much for listening. Make sure that you uh, subscribe to our YouTube channel in the event that we ever have an issue getting things to stream to the different platforms, YouTube will always be a sure thing because it is separate from the podcast platforms. Not to mention, it would really be nice for us to be able to monetize this channel because if we're able to bring money into the podcast... um, More snacks. Yeah, well, more snacks and more giveaways for you guys. So that means we'll be able to afford to do more fun things and give away more awesome crave the merch because that's not items that we'll ever be able to sell we don't want to infringe on any copyrights especially tracy's and entangled teens because we respect them as artists and you shouldn't infringe on copyrights unless given actual written permission to do so but guys thanks so much for listening and we will see you next week bye bye